Welcome back to Just Crap Radio on BJPenn.com. I'm your host, Cole Sheldon, episode 59, ahead of UFC Vegas 43. We got a good lineup for you here. We're first going to be joined by Adrian Yanez to preview his fight against Davy Grant. We talked to Adrian about whether or not he's surprised he's not getting a ranked opponent. He's obviously had a really good run so far in the UFC. Three fights, three uh, knockout wins, and a knockout on the contender series. He's kind of become a fan favorite, and he gets a very fan-friendly fight in Davy Grant, which he's expecting to be in an absolute war. And we kind of also talk about the gym. Obviously, his head coach tragically passed away due to COVID. So Adrian's actually stepped up as a bit as a kind of a head coach for a lot of them. So we talked about that. And but a really good chat with Adrian. We're then going to be joined by Terrence McKinney, who obviously was the talk of the town after his uh, UFC debut where he stepped up on short notice and knocked out Matt Frivola in seven seconds. He now fights Ferris Sahim, which is actually his fifth fight of 2021. He's in the, He didn't even fight until March 6th, and since then he had a 16-second knockout win, a 17-second knockout win, a minute 12, seven seconds. Now he fights Ferris Sahim. He just thinks he's on a different, like he's just something's really kind of changed with him. He's fighting on the same card as old wrestling coach Michael Chiesa, which is kind of an interesting uh, tidbit. And I'm not even just like a wrestling coach in camp. Like that's a high, old high school coach he had but really good chat with terrence we're then gonna be joined by uh, lupi gudinez who's stepping up on short notice to fight luma luke boomley obviously lupi stepped up on seven days after beating uh silvana juarez to pick up her fierce ufc win she then up a weight class at flyweight lost to luana carolina she's now back down to straw weight she's gonna have three fights in about a month and two weeks about six weeks which is incredible so talk about how this fight all came together and what kind of training effort all she had for this one we close things out talking to Cody Durden and Arichi Lang to preview their fights against each other. Cody, obviously, very fired up, hasn't fought since his submission loss to Jimmy Flick, which he thinks is still kind of a fluke. He tore his ACL in that fight, so it's been a long time recovery. With Arichi Lang, he's coming off that fight of the night debut against Jeff Molina. He's confident. He's learned a lot from that, and he thinks he can really just beat Cody Durden wherever, whether he can he's going to submit him or knock him out. He promises a finish. He did his whole camp in Vegas. We had his uh, interpreter with him, so good chat with Arichi Lang. But good chat with all five of my appreciate you all listening be sure to share so subscribe and thank you all for listening. all right we're joined by ufc bandwidth adrian yanez who's back and actually pretty soon adrian how's it going man man going great man super excited to go back in the cage man uh yeah i'm just ready yeah a good second round of your last fight like after that finish did you think a rank i'd be coming because i was kind of surprised as david grant's your next fight uh man honestly uh like there's no there's like no disrespect towards Gravier, uh, Davy, uh, Davy. I'm getting mixed up right here, <laughs> but uh, no, Davy, no, no disrespect towards him. Uh, you know, a rank guy would have been nice, but this is just as good to me. Uh, man, you got Davy Grant coming. He's he's three and one in his last in his last four fights uh, against some. Like his last fight was a very close. To me, it was closer was was closer than what the judges had scored it. I think it was like thirty twenty seven or thirty twenty six or something like that, but. Uh, you know, he gave, he gave Cheeto a really tough fight and man, uh, it's, it's, it's a good fight. It's a really, really good fight. It's a really high, like high numbers fight anyways for me. Cause if I don't get a net, a rank, a rank guy, you know, he's the next best thing because he's fought people that were ranked. And he's also like his last three fights before he fought Cheeto were all knockouts. So like, he's, he's good. He's very spectacular too. So he's, he's the veteran of the game, a tough, a, a former tough, uh, fighter. So, you know, to me, this is, this is, this is just as good this is just as nice and you know i think it's gonna be a fun fight for the fans to watch too because this guy he comes and brings it every single time and just judging from my last fight you can already see that i don't either and after your last fight or 
or in March, Soria was. I remember I talked to you. You actually said Davy Grant made sense after the win over who was it, Mar uh, Gustavo Lopez. So like, I guess you kind of called for it to happen eventually. Oh yeah, man. It, it honestly, it, it's not even like the fact that I was like trying to call him out on that or anything like that. It was uh, it was more the fact that like MMA Twitter was going nuts, like saying who they want me up next, up uh, who they want to see me up against next, and uh. You know, he was at the top of the list along uh, a couple other guys. But, man, honestly, I, I'm just glad that I'm finally getting that fight because that fight, to me, makes a lot of sense right now. It's it's a, it's a, it's, it's a high-level fight right now. We're both at, right outside the top 15, and we're, we're trying to both trying to get in the top 15. You know, he's he's coming off of a, a really close loss, and I'm pretty sure that motivated him. is motivating him even more to get – to get a win over up and coming like myself. So, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm staying ready. And I, I know this guy's going to come in and try to bring some really, really, uh, really hard shots and I'm ready for it. Uh, how do you think you kind of match up against Davey? Cause he's a really good boxer, just like yourself. I, I feel like this matches up with me very well. He kind he kind of comes in a little bit more loopier than I do. Uh, I'm more straight down the middle. He's more of the uh, kind of throws from the outside uh, a lot of power in his punches, uh, but I'd have a lot of power in my hands too. Uh, he, I wouldn't necessarily call him a boxer because he uses his kicks just as well as his hands, uh, but he's also a really good grappler. So I feel like this matchup for me is is very well. Matches up with me very well because I feel like I'm. It's gonna. It's only gonna give me the options to find the openings really early. With this fight, like Davy is a very durable guy. Like you saw, Cheeto Bear kind of put everything on him, and he kind of comes forward. Like, how do you kind of prepare for that? Because I feel like it has to be frustrating to fight when you throw everything at a guy and he just keeps walking forward. Man, it, it's all about placement to me, man. It's all about placement. He's been dropped before, but he hasn't been finished. So if I finish this, so if I finish Davy Grant, I definitely need another fifty k. So uh, yeah, let's keep that lined up, and I'm gonna speak that into his existence. But uh. No, I feel like he, he matches up very well for me. I can, I don't mind throwing peppering shots the whole entire time and, you know, setting up for the big shot because uh, he's going to be throwing the big shot the whole entire time. And it's only going to, it's only going to be a matter of time before the opening is there. And, you know, I, I put him to sleep. So uh, I'll, I'll be the first guy to finish him. You know, that just, just me just looking at it because he's a very tough fighter. And I think it's, I think it's inevitable, you know, that I'm going to finish him because. I see a lot of openings. Every time I've watched them fight, I do see a lot of openings. But also, those openings shut really, really fast. So I had to be on my p's and q's because look what happened to Jonathan Martinez. He was on the he was on the road to winning and ends up getting caught. So i I gotta take I gotta take a step back and I actually gotta make sure that I dot my I dot my eyes and cross my t's this whole entire fight. So everything has to be perfect. And whenever I am and whenever I fight, you know, it's gonna come out perfectly. And I'm gonna get the finish. You finish him like where you think puts you in the division. Uh, come again. I could. Uh... Uh, if you get the finish, where do you think that puts you in the division? I feel like that puts me very high in the division. Uh, it might put me just right side, right outside the top fifteen. Uh, but honestly, as of right now, I just kind of just really just want to get this fight, get it, get this fight in. Because uh, then after that, uh, I know I, I'm trying to take the next three months off from uh, December, January, and February to kind of just see how things shake out. And then also with personal, personal stuff. So I can just, you know, focus on a couple things. But uh, other than that, like, I, I feel, 
I feel like this is going to put me like in a really great position, really, really great position, whether it probably might put me into the top 15 with the, with the really spectacular knockout. Uh, but at that same time, you know, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really not opposed to staying outside the top 15 just yet because I'm still building. I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still building myself to the fighter that I want to be. So everything takes its time. And, and by the time y'all see me in the top 15, I'm going to be, un- uh, I'm going to be unbeatable. <laughs> I'm putting any pressure on getting that 50k. You're getting close to what Gaethje did. Seven fights, seven bonuses. You're three for three right now. Oh yeah, man. I I I just want to make sure that it's not fight of the night. So I'm trying to make sure yeah. it's a uh, knockout of the nights. I, I would absolutely love a fight of the night, but you know, fight of the night means that's two people dancing the whole entire time, and I. I'm not. I don't. I don't want another uh, Randy Costa fight. That Randy Costa first round. I don't want another one of those. Uh, man, I I sharpened up my defense, and I now you know it's just me just doing all all the uh, all the fun, all the fun. You know, I don't want to. As much as I know, the fans would probably appreciate like a nice nice slugfest. Uh, I'm gonna make it as clean as possible so I do get that 50k just for myself because I'm pretty selfish. I don't want the other 50 going to the other guy. And speaking of Randy, did he send you that Dr Pepper? Oh yeah, man. I, actually, I like right before this camp started. I I had literally just finished the. He sent me literally a month's supply, but it took me a little bit over a month to get to get all that finished. And then I noticed you guys did the thing on like Twitter Spaces too. Like, do you have any plans to ever go train with him? Because it seems like you guys get along now. Yeah, well, no, we get along very, very fine. We actually have his uh, personal phone number, so like we we're. we're like it's it's all good. It's all love over here, man. It it would be great to have a, co- a couple training sessions with them. Uh, so to me, that's that would be pretty cool just to go out there and train with them, hang out with the guy because he seemed pretty cool. Even during fight week and everything, and all the lead up and everything, he didn't show like he was a jerk or anything like that. So it'd be pretty cool, man. It'd be pretty cool to go out there and train with them. You know, pick his mind a little bit, and then also he, him pick my mind a little bit. So I think it'd be pretty cool. And with that Randy fight, like, how much do you learn from that? Just about like kind of that slow start you had, and just kind of that defense you kind of you had. You said you worked on. Yeah, it, it was it like it, it kind of made me have to uh, fight a little bit earlier from the jump because no one's actually like really had like especially in my UFC career, no one's really come out and really like came out that quick. And you know, like I've, I've always like these my last couple fights, even before the UFC, were like. A little bit of a slower start, so I had to like get, I had to get myself ready as soon as, as soon as that bell rings, like it has to be go time, it has to be go time. No, like slow. Sometimes you can't start off slow. You can't get, you don't get that option, so you got to fight immediately. So, uh, you know, it, 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 it pretty much like just my training camp. Like at the beginning, even before, like right after, I didn't even stop training because I was so upset, like how that first round went. I just went immediately and started working on some defense. Started working on a couple things, you know, like the, the the no slow starts. You know, we've been uh we've been making sure that we've been starting a little bit earlier instead of like waiting around a little bit. So we've been addressing a little problems here and there, and uh, it's it's man, it's it's been working wonders for me. I know you're someone that likes to call your shot, but then again, you're someone that kind of just whoever the UFC gives you, you sign. So with you not really wanting to fight till March, is it really no call? Just whatever they give you in March is going to be good for you. Yeah, honestly, that's that's pretty much the that's pretty much where I'm sitting out at. Uh, you know, March. I'd actually, and I would actually like to just kind of just sit out. Maybe March or April. April sounds like a good return date. Uh, I just want to make sure that I'm I'm completely 100% ready uh, before I would jump in. But uh, 
Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like I, I honestly, at, at that position, I would just take whoever they give me. Uh, I know, I know. As of right now, there's a lot of guys up and coming. So by the time those four months even go by, there's going to be a lot of new matchups for me to, to even uh, jump into. You know, the top fifth, the top fifteen, the eleven through fifteen is going to be a, is going to be much different by the time I actually go back and fight. So. Uh, you know, whoever that gives me is whoever they give me. It, it would be really cool to see a to see a number right next to my name after this fight. Uh, but realistically, I just know how stacked that this division is. It's like twenty through twenty five right now is like even a whole, whole bunch of killers. You know, so uh, I think I think I'm twenty four and uh, I think Davies twenty five. But I, I saw this on Tapology, but like it, it might have changed by now. But it it kind of just honestly, I'm just I'm just wanting to see like a good number next to my name, honestly. A bit disappointed you're just back at the apex. You haven't been able to get in front of the crowd yet. Yeah, I know, right? That's 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 it's been bugging me, but I know that they're gonna go back to Houston. And when they go back to Houston, I better be on that card. I have to be on that card, man, because dude, they had two already, two times to put me on, but you know, they 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 missed out, they lucked out and uh, you know, it kind of sucks, you know, but hopefully I, I'm able to fight in front of my hometown or in front of Vegas and in, in a pay-per-view event. But either uh, other than that, I'm cool. I, I do like the apex. I do like the feel of it. I do like walking walking into there like it, I already feel like a, I feel like it's a second home already. Just going in there like about four times already four times. Yeah, my fourth time. First one, you know, contender series in my last three actually UFC fights so it's, it's been cool it's been I've been loving it even uh, whenever I went to corner my training partner Mana Martinez like it was it just felt like I've been here like I'm used to it so it doesn't make it that much of a, a bigger deal to me if that makes sense hey that's actually something I want to touch on like Mana's win like how kind of emotional kind of like uplifting was that for you and your team because that was very shortly after your coach passed away man it was nuts it was absolutely nuts like in a I like there's a, it, it, it was it was weird, you know, because it was absolutely weird. It was a weird spot for Mana, uh, for for Mana, because he was, like he, he left on Tuesday, the viewing was on Wednesday, and the actual funeral was on Thursday, and I was able, we like me and my management team were able to work out a deal with the UFC for me to fly in on Friday. Uh, and be like me be able to still be like watching like be able to attend like the services for my uh, coach and uh, I flew in on Friday and just I was kind of thinking the whole entire the whole entire time I was like man like sucks you know like I just I could just imagine like my turn like Leo I could just imagine how he was you know because Saul was like pretty much like like man he was the guy for us like he he, we we never had any other like we never had like multiple coaches like he was our jiu-jitsu coach our striking coach our wrestling coach like everything so it was like uh losing him and then like he was always the guys that corner the corners during the fights you know he wasn't able to corner me for my for my fight with Randy uh because that's when he initially had tested positive uh for for covid and then after that uh that's when everything started going on so it was like a whole month process and then like uh, just for everything to go on, and he was kind of dealing with all that stuff during the training camp, because I, you know, it, I don't want to say like uh, it, it might sound weird, but like I was able to have my coach uh, with me for for about like because 
he started feeling bad like a week before my fight week and he didn't show up to the gym so he was just like something's off he didn't he didn't show up and he just, just called me just let me know like what we should do and everything and i was like okay i ran the classes and then after that fight week comes up and uh come to find out he tested positive uh no no he tested positive on the uh on the flight on the kits that the ufc sends for your covid test and he tested positive on that that's whenever i called leo and let leo know like hey i we need to do the good old like you corner me for this fight and luckily he was, he did and once we came back that's when we found out like it kind of got worse and from there on from there on out it was just kind of just how can i say it like uh it just started getting worse and like leo wasn't didn't have my coach like for like the month that, for the yeah. for a month of his training so it kind of sucked and like just not being able to see him like through the through that so like I, immediately after i fought i was back in the gym just trying to make sure everything was running correctly and uh going up to the standards of my coach and you know just pretty much just cornering leo and then being there for his fight you know, that, that was that was really tough because you could see kind of like the demeanor change and like you can see the demeanor change in, in, in the gym. So it was kind of – like all, all my props are given to Leo because he went out there uh, whenever he should – he didn't have to. Uh, honestly, like I I actually talked to him and it was like letting him know that, hey, like you don't have to take that fight. You don't really – you don't have to. Uh, but we talked for – we talked for like 30 minutes on the phone. Then he's just like, no, I just, he's going to take it. So props to him because – he had every chance to pull out that fight, but he didn't want to. You know, uh, he had actually gotten a positive test, but uh, he had gotten a positive test, like for his, like that's why he had to pull out initially yeah. for his, like, because he was supposed to fight a week earlier. He tested positive, but I think that ended up being like a false positive because he took a test two days later, and they both like he took like three, and it took like all three came back negative. So. Uh, it was just like kind of like a misunderstanding on that point, but uh, honestly, he had all he had he had every reason to not show up to the fight, and like I give him a lot of props for even showing up and like even performing at what he did because, and just a lot of things were going on. Oh, well, what's the gym like now? Like I know he said you kind of stepped up a lot and like you're kind of acting as a kind of a coach to a lot of them. Oh yeah, man. Uh, I'm just I'm just doing what you know what's right. Like I. Like I was like I was my I was coach's assistant, you know. I was like for the MMA side. Like my uh, he had a he had another assistant for like the everyday like people that want to come in and train. And I was like, like if he really didn't have to tell me anything, he'd be like, hey, I just want this. I'm like okay, I knew exactly what he wanted, you know. So uh, I just pretty much just stepped up and just started being like a being the coach and started you know being like the running 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 the gym pretty much running the gym on the mma program so i'm trying to make sure that all these guys are getting good quality work and you know it's 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 been great it's it's been great because everybody a lot of a lot of people that who i didn't think were going to step up stepped up and that's been really cool to see because you're not you're starting to see like the uh you know the helping hand that people want to give uh, last thing, just end on a bit of a lighter note. What was it like to have the bandweight champ fly you out to be part of his training? Like that's gotta be surreal that you're an unranked guy and he's bringing you in to prepare for his world title fight. Man, that was actually really, really cool, man. I, I, I was actually pretty surprised, but also, I was surprised that he reached out. But also, my training partner, he said it before. Like my coach have all, like you know, it's crazy. My coach has always said, 
uh, the champs, like, the champ, like, we're going to go train with the champs. It's like whether they call you out or we uh, they, they call you to uh, go work with them or we just fly out just to just to see like where I'm at. But luckily he he reached out to me and was uh, telling me like this was like a month, like a month ago, like uh, before the whole like the whole uh, situation happened. So he called me out before and he wanted to get some looks from a boxer and everything. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm more than more than happy to come down and uh I was surprised. My training partner, uh, Cameron, was like, "Nah, that's smart of him." He's like, "He should have. He actually should have called you sooner." I was like, "I was like, I don't see why, but you know, uh, ah, it, it's it was really dope." And he, after talking to him and everything, he was like, "He's like, yeah, no, nah, I just really wanted to get to see to see the feel from a boxer and see where like the stand the standpoints of like where you would be at." And I was like, oh, "Okay, that's pretty cool." Uh, he, Flew me out, got some work, and I was able to get some work in with the champ and all his gyms with Matt, Sarah, and uh, Ray Longo. Uh, it was pretty cool because you know just seeing the uh, just seeing the difference between the New York style and the Texas style and all that stuff, and just seeing like the 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 difference in the training as well. You know, just seeing how how somebody approaches the fight differently than everybody else. So it's it, it's really really cool, and I I appreciated it. I loved it. I loved every moment of it because it was a uh, not only was uh was I helping out, but also I was learning a lot as well. I was able to learn and do do things and just you know, it was fun. I loved it. It was it was a blessing, you know. All right, well Adrian, I appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for doing this. And thank you. All right, we're joined by UFC lightweight Terrence McKinney, who's back in action in November. Terrence, how's it going? Good, brother. Um first thing I want to start off like we talked after your last fight, but like what's kind of life been like since that? Cause we talked like a couple days after, like what's life been like now that it's a couple months past that? Um, it's been super sick, honestly. Like the US, I just got done with the UFC this week. They're out here filming me. It was like just this whole thing just been so unreal. And it's been just a fun ride, honestly. And like you go from being like like fighting on the regional scenes, not many people know you. You didn't even have Twitter. You start Twitter, you get all these followers. And now I say you were tweeting like you're getting recognized when you go out. Like how weird is that now? Like a couple months ago, not many people knew who you were. And now you're getting recognized on the street. Yeah. Well, out here in Spokane, like I was always recognized out here because I wrestled out here. So like here it's pretty much the same, but it's, it's crazy getting recognized just out the state all the time now. Like, it's so sick. This fight, like, are you surprised it took you this long that you turn around? Because I thought they would have tried to. I, I guess you had the knee injury, but I thought they would want to get you back in there, like, ASAP, especially after that quick knockout. Uh, I just had to make sure, like, my knee was good. And, and it wasn't even my knee. I, like, strained my calves so bad. I wasn't able to, like, flex my calf for, like, a month and a half. It was trippy. When did you get fully healthy, like, fully able to fully train again? Um, I was training like three weeks. Oh yeah. Uh, was this date then? Like, was this kind of when you were thinking, or was it a bit later than what you thought? Uh, it, I think it's the perfect timing, honestly. Like, cause I know for a fact, like I can wrestle right now and not get hurt. So, like, it, the time's perfect. Hey, your opponent, uh, Farisa Hiem. Like, how much do you know about him? I know he's a K one kickboxing champion. And I'm excited to test my stand-up against his. I don't think a lot of people realize, but, like, 
this is already your fifth fight this year, which is just crazy. And I don't, and I was doing the math quickie. Like you're barely over two minutes of total time. Like, well, what has this year been like? Like you're this active, but you've barely spent any time in there. It's just, that's just the kind of mentality I come with my fights with. I'm, I'm here to either get knocked out or knock someone out or submit them or days for me. Like, <clears throat> just know that with all my fights, like, there's going to be always excitement. So, like, I'm trying to put on a show. Like, I'm trying to get 50 Gs, even if I lose that kind of that kind of fighter, you know. I just want to make the fans happy and and just show people, like, anything's possible, you know. Uh, with this one, too, like, I know everyone just kind of thinks you're a striker with how much knock power you have, but like you mentioned, like, you wrestled for a while, so... Do you think that's kind of like a hidden weapon now? Is everyone just going to view you as a striker and they're going to forget about you wrestling and grappling? Yeah, I think they're already starting to, but that's the fun part. Like, if I really have to wrestle or if a round's close, like, I can really just be a complete mixture, pick complete mixture martial artist, and, and that's what really makes the sport so beautiful, you know? How do you think you match up against Zahim? Because obviously he's a very technical striker where I think you probably have the better power and I think like your wrestling's probably you're a better wrestler than what he is. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a good second matchup for me. And I think uh, just like my athletic abilities will even out the striking and and I think my power will get the job done as well over his. So I think just that that's really going to make a huge difference just my speed and power because it makes my stand up like just a little bit more dangerous because like i can come from any angle and it could be quick and it's going to be really accurate you know yeah um, uh, you kind of mentioned there like how do you kind of see his fight playing out like are you hoping like another first round knockout again i'm definitely looking for the first round knockout for sure is that kind of the goal every fight you go into is get out there quick and make it like another highlight reel finish? Yeah, yeah, that's like my goal. Like then this whole year, and like, and I'm and honestly, it, I think uh, credit to my sets is just finally being humble and just giving the God the credit when I get these victories, you know, and not just boasting myself, you know, because without him I wouldn't be where I'm at today. So I have how to credit. How how weird will it be is your UFC debut in front of a sold-out crowd, now you're going to the Apex where there's not many people there. I kind of like it even better. That's what it makes it even cooler because now they get to hear the punches. You get And, like, the few fans are in there, it's just, they're going to love it, man. It's going to be – it's gonna be sweet, and and I love it. It's an apex because it's a smaller cage, mm -hmm. like because in a bigger cage, this guy it's gonna be a lot harder to fight. That's like kind of his thing: moving around, stepping back, getting out the way, counter striking. Now, now I get to really be able to cut that off. Like, like once he does his combination, I'm not letting him reset, and and I'm gonna be right there in his face the whole time. And I know once I connect clean, like he's gonna. Any human would drop when you hit him clean on the chin. So, like, I guarantee that I touch his chin. Do you really plan to wrestle at all in, that, in this fight, or is it if if it's like there, you'll take it? Yeah, if it's an easy takedown, like I, you know, I gotta take him down. You know, if it's there, it's there, and I, and if it's too easy, then I gotta, you know, because at the end of the day, I, I'm a mixed martial artist. If there's a clean takedown, 
it'd be a disrespect to myself not to take because at the end of the day, I'm a mixed martial artist, and I and I gotta take him where he's at his complete disadvantages if if I'm being a smart fighter and as with the IQ that I got, if they take down there, I'm gonna take him down because I know that triples my chances of winning. You know. Well, where do you think a win over uh, Faris puts you in this division? I you got muted there. Sorry, am I back now? Yeah, you're good. No, lost your sound again. It's people calling you. No, it's still no sound. No, it, maybe exit and just come back in. There we go. Got your sound now. Awesome. Awesome. Sorry about that, man. I was just asking, like, where do you think a win over Freeze puts you in this division? Because that would be two wins, especially if you get another first-round finish. Like, I think they'd try to move you up pretty quickly. Yeah, that's the goal. Uh, we're going to call out some serious guys in the rankings after this. And I know one of the fights I'm definitely going to get for sure. And and this is going to put me in a good spot next year. We might be fighting for the belt sooner than sooner than I thought. Yeah, that's it. so you already have a name in mind. Like, obviously, you don't want to say it here. You got to save it. But you already got, thought I, that. I got to say it. Once if I scarts this dude in the first round, like five knockouts in the first round, less than five, less than a full, full MMA round with all five five fights, they can't deny me. I'm gonna tell them like I'm too bad a man. You guys got to give me a rank opponent. You're just gonna hurt these guys. I'm gonna talk that crap. I'm gonna call these guys out, and they're gonna give me this fight and. And I'm going to do the same thing. And people won't be able to deny that God's real. When they see see the stuff I do, it's going to it's gonna be a movie. I promise that. Uh, what's it like to be able to kind of like reconnect sort of with Michael Chiesa? Because if I'm not mistaken, I think he was your high school wrestling coach. You guys wrestled together. Like, what's that relationship there with him? Yeah, that's my guy. I always looked up to him since, like, he won the Ultimate Fighter. And, and when I seen him win that, like, I wanted to chase that feeling because I – I had kind of moments like that in wrestling, which really made me addicted to it. And I, and I wanted to experience that feeling with the belt. Like like when Connor was getting tears when he got the interim belt, I want that feeling, bro. And and I know the only way you get that feeling is the belt, and I won't stop till I get it, man. Like when you work hard for something and you finally get it, man, just it's a different kind of happiness, you know? You mentioned on Twitter that you were going to be in Vegas or you want to be in Vegas to fill in for in case something happened to Dan or Nazareth. Like, were you actually out there in case something happened? Uh, I was I, I was out there to visit the PI, but I knew the fight was around that time, too. And I was like, oh, if something happened. Oh, if I get one of them, I'll take either or. I was I was trying to fight this fight and that's the quickest way to get paid. And I'm looking I'm looking to make a legacy, you know. And you don't do that by talking, and you do that by fighting, and and not just fighting, but doing the right thing outside the cage. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a legacy like DSP, where people are gonna always respect it. You know. 
with the celebration, is there no more once you get the win this time? No more celebrations, man. I'm just going to stay on the ground and act like I was meant to be there. And I know I've been meant to be there now. So I'm going to act like I've done it before. There's nothing to get excited about. I'm not going to get excited again until I get the bell. I'm going to stay calm and act like I belong there. Like I know I should win. So there's no need to go crazy. I'm a, I want to be a humble beast, you know, for people, you know. Uh, just a couple more things. Like, you're a guy you always seem game to fight. It's like, even these short-notice fights, is that something you'd be open to if something big comes up after this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always open for short-notice fight. That's the kind of fight I am, fighters fight. And I'll fight anyone, I swear, even right now. I just truly believe in myself and what what the ability that God's given me. And, I, and, and he said, if God's for me, who could stand against me? And... And that's how I feel when I'm in a cage. No one can stand against me. I put this work in and God's on my side. No one can stop me. Have you had a chance to really like reflect at what this past couple of years been like? Like you go on the contender series in 2019, you lose, then you lose your next fight then you can't fight at all in 2020. And then you go on this massive run. And now here you are like already two fights into the UFC. Like, have you had a chance to really reflect about how crazy your life's been? And, and then especially, like, you almost died, too. Like, like your life's been absolutely insane the past couple of years. Yeah. it's Like I said, it's going to be, like, a movie, and I can't wait to bring you guys along the ride with me. Like, I just know, like, things could have been different, so I just refuse to take this for granted. And I just refuse to let someone take my dream away from me, you know? Uh, just last thing, you had five fights this year into the UFC this year. Like, what's the goal for the end of next year? Like, where do you kind of see yourself? Um, I want to be knocking on the doors. I want to finish in within the top three of the division, being ranked that high. How active do you want to be? Like, do you actually like fighting like five times? Or do you think that's a bit too much in one year? No, I love it, man. If I'm not, if I'm finishing these guys in the first round, that's what I always wanted. I was like, I would fight again. I used to tell my old coach that I'll fight right now. I'm good to go. I just already finished. Like, for me, I'll fight when every chance I get every two weeks as long as I'm healthy. All right, well, Terrence, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much for doing this. No problem, man. Stay blessed, buddy. Right, we're joined by Gypsy Strawy, Lupi Gudinez, who's back in action already. Lupi, how's it going? I'm really good. How are you? I'm good. Well, another short-notice fight. Like, when did you find out about this? Because I think it was only announced, like, what, 10 days, something like that before the fight? Uh, Yeah, I mean, they told me, like, three days ago. <laughs> something like that and was it an immediate yes because you just got out of another short notice fight like that yeah i mean um i woke up i saw the message and you know my management asked me and i was like yeah and then i talked to my team of course and uh they're like yeah i was like, okay let's do it then and that's it <laughs> what has this past like month been like then from the past fight because it's literally only been like a month since your last one yeah, you know, same as usual, just training and, you know, um, enjoying my life and, you know, training, mostly training. <laughs> Your last fight, like, what do you take away from that? Just because you fought seven days later, like, not many people ever do that. Uh, you know, I take away that I just love fighting so much. And if I could, I will do it every weekend. That's, you know, that's just myself. That's just who I am. <laughs> Again, this fight against Loma, like, how much do you know about her? Well, I know she's a multi girl. 
um, a Thai girl. Um, she loves her clinching, you know, the sweeps and all of that. And, um, you know, I'm excited to, to face someone like her. Is it difficult to fight her just on a week, like on a couple of days? No, it's just because you didn't really have much time to prepare and really study her. Well, I have a really good team behind me. Um, you know, they all did all they all did the job of, you know, looking it up and, and, and telling me what to be working on and and yeah, that's what we've been doing this this past couple of days, just drilling, drilling, drilling. But you know, I'm I'm ready, I'm in shape, so um, you know, I just need to show up and do my job. Did you go back to Canada or did you stay in the States after your last fight? I went back to Canada and then I planned a trip to come to Mexico and I'm in Mexico and then they offer me the, the fight here. And from here, I'm going back to Vegas and from Vegas, I'm coming back to Mexico. Are you uh, training down there like with uh, Alexa Grasso and all them? Yeah, I go to, uh, I, I was with uh, Team Grasso, yeah, I was training there. Uh, did you get to work with her at all for this one? Just because she's obviously a very good striker, just like Loma is. Yeah, a little bit with hair, a little bit with, you know, a lot of other girls, a lot of other, you know, guys and their coaches. They are amazing here. I, I love them so much. <laughs> They're so good. Uh, the weight cut, because I know you just fought at 125. Like, is that much of a concern going back down to 115 on short notice? No, no, no. I'm pretty much, uh, I'm really good. <laughs> I'm eating good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a small 115er, so. How do you kind of see this fight playing out? Just because Loma is a very good striker. Yeah, I mean, I will, um, you know, I'm just going to fill her out and, and see what are the openings, the options, and go from there. I'm not, I'm not going to put my head into something because I'm really hard-headed. So just going to go out there. You know, I, I know I have my jiu-jitsu, my wrestling, my striking. So um, I'll see what I see and, and, and go from there. The wrestling, though, is that part of the game plan just because she's obviously is very good on her feet just to kind of mix things up? Whatever I see, you know, I can maybe use more of my boxing. My, you know, I, 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 I'll, I'll see what she gives me. You know, if I see the opening, then sure, I'll take it down. Where do you think win over Loma puts you in the division? Because you'd be uh, two wins in the, like, you'd be two and two in the UFC, but I think a lot of people thought you'd beat Penne as well. Yeah, I have. I, I don't know. I I'm not too concerned about that. I'll um I'll I'll get through this fight and see what happens and and go from there. Yeah, right now everything is just being so fast, you know, that it's hard to um to to think about those things. Yeah, I know most UFC contracts run for fights. So have you already resigned, even though you've only been in the UFC for like a couple of months? Yeah. <laughs> is that surreal for you to or like you have three fights in about just over a month like I don't really remember the last time someone's done that yeah I mean it's pretty cool as I say I, if I could I would fight every weekend you know I, I love fighting so much and uh, that's what I do you know I'm training every day so why not if if I'm healthy I'm, I'm still young um, I can do it then I'm gonna do it you know it's there is you know no there is no limit for me right now because i remember too after your uh win i remember talking to you and you were planning a trip and then all of a sudden like a day later you found out you're getting a fight so like are you just not planning stuff anymore and just kind of waiting by the phone yeah you know as i say like i well i went to see my sister and i got the call when i was there um i was going for a run but 
you know, I'm I'm always ready and I'm always down to fight. So, yeah. And the UFC is so good, so why not? Your uh, cardio is something that's really impressive about you. Like, is that part of the game plan here is to push that pace again? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I'll be um, trying to get him into deep waters, that's for sure. A bit disappointed just at the apex again. He can't get on one of these cards in front of a bunch of fans. Uh, no, you know, I'll fight anywhere, anytime, no matter who it is. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have, um, to have people around watching you screaming and all of that. But if it's not the case, it's not the case. And, you know, I'm, I'm fine with this too. You know, I'm, I'm still doing what I love. The smaller octagon at the apex, like, do you think that really matters in this fight or is it kind of the same thing just because you've only fought there? Yeah, no, it's the same thing. You know, I mean, we train at the gym, you know, we, we, we're always sparring, but in, in bigger sp- spaces and smaller spaces. So, you know, it's just, you know, one more day in the office. With these short notice fights, like, are you the one approach to the UFC or they keep on reaching out to you? Like, how's this working? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think they're just asking my management if, if I want to fight and then I just say yes every time. So probably they just keep me, you know, on the top of the list. Um, I think is what's happening. I don't know. I, you know, and I also told them that I'm always ready to, you know, to, to fight. So I'm here. Uh, safe to say this is probably it though for the year because there's only like three more fight cards after this one i don't know maybe i don't know i couldn't tell you <laughs> like your ideal like world like what's kind of that perfect next year like how many fights would you like to get in four or five four or five fights six you know i, yeah. I i'm i'm greedy I, I love fighting but we will see you know we will see what's uh what's after um what happened in this fight and then we plan after but for now uh, this is the main focus and i'm sure making like three paychecks off of one fight camp isn't too bad either because you probably really only had one full fight camp you had three fights out of it yeah right like it's, it's, it's nice is um you know life is good <laughs> uh, just last thing you get your hand raised here like what's kind of the next couple of weeks going to look like for you? Are you going to take a bit of time off training or are you right back into the gym? I'm right back into the gym. Well, Lupi, I appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bye. All right. We're joined by UFC flyweight Cody Durden, who's finally making his return to the Octagon. Cody, how's it going, man? Great, man. I'm doing well. Healthy. Great to get back in that cage. Yeah, almost a year off just because obviously your injury, like how frustrating your heart as this year been just having to focus on rehab and not being able to fight man i've been i've been super focused you know uh adversity reveals your character you know and uh my character's been revealed i've been working my ass off so you know just three more weeks we leave for vegas uh and it's fight week four weeks till we fight and you obviously tore your ACL in that fight. I know that normally takes about a full year, so I know it's a bit less than a year. So is this faster than what you thought you'd be able to come back with? Well, I mean, I've, I've, I've tore my ACL before, and, uh, you know, the nine tenth month uh, period is is uh, about normal, I, I guess. So, uh, yeah, man, I mean, working every single day, showing up consistent, consistently, and... Uh, you know, the hard work, it paid off, and, and you're going to be able to see it. And your opponent, Arichi Lang, like, how much do you know about him? 
I know he's a striker, you know, he's about five, seven, five, eight, you know, likes to bang. And, uh, you know, he think he thinks I'm gonna come in there and wrestle him. He, you know, he's in for a surprise, you know, cause I got hands too, you know, we'll see. Oh, I, I'm sure you probably watched it, but what did you make of his debut against Jeff Molina? Cause he took a lot of damage in that fight. Man, I thought I thought it was thought it was nasty, you know. Uh, he took a lot of damage, a lot of hits, and uh, dude, I've never got hit like that ever in my whole career, you know. Not even in the practice room with the best guys in the world, and uh, yeah, I, you know, I just don't think he's on my level. I can't wait to to you know really dominate him. I know you said earlier that. You think he's yeah, he? You think he's gonna think you're gonna wrestle? Like, is that always in the back pocket here? Like that you can get the takedowns when needed? Like, is that kind of something you see an advantage in this fight? Man, I'm gonna do what I want this fight. I'm gonna do what I want. You know, if 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 I if if we're standing, we're standing. You know, if if I want to take him down and finish him, that's what I'll do. You know, I really think I'm gonna dominate him this fight. I've been preparing like like no other. You know, no alcohol for three months now you know working my ass off since since i lost that fight you know uh it it that that loss hurt you know because i was dominating the fight and uh he pulled a horseshoe out of his ass uh and then and then he ran away so uh yeah i mean that's that's been my motivation you know just just to you know get a win in the ufc uh you know it's gonna mean everything to me how do you see yourself winning this fight then? Man, I'm going to I'm going to ground the pound the shit out of him, you know. It, it's going to be you know, take him down, ground and pound. That's that's all there is to it. He knows I'm going to take him down, you know, but if if I if I get out there and uh you know, I'm dominating on the feet, that's where we'll stay then, you know, stay on the feet. You know, I I'm 4-0 in boxing. Uh, 1-0 in kickboxing, you know, I know how to strike as well. Where do you think a win over him puts you in this division? Just because flyweight flowery division, like, it is pretty shallow. Like, one or two wins can get you right up there in the rankings. Yeah, man, uh, one step closer to my goal. My goal is to be ranked, and uh, I want to fight the best guys in the world. And uh, I really do think I'm I'm one of the best. I've trained with the best. I know how I stand up, and uh, I just... I just have to show up, you know, that's all, that's all there is to it. How much, I don't actually know if pressure is the right word, but like how much pressure kind of are you putting on yourself just to, cause you know, like MMA is a sport. It's like, what have you done for me lately? People kind of forget easy. Like, are you putting a lot of pressure to go out there and like put out a statement, kind of remind everyone you're here to stay? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. You know, I feel like the pressure is on, uh, it's all or nothing this fight. You know, I feel like, uh, I haven't had a win in the UFC yet. I know I'm I'm good enough to compete with the best guys in the UFC. I just have to show up and be on my P's and Q's and uh, really, really show what I'm about, you know? You get your hand raised here. Like, are you hoping a quick turnaround just to kind of make up for this past year? I am. I am. You know, I, uh, 2020, I had four fights. 2019, I had six fights. Uh, before that, 2018, I had four fights. You know, I show up and I fight. You know, I've, I've never turned down an opponent in the UFC. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm looking for a quick turnaround, you know, get in there, get the finish, and uh, 
get back in that cage as soon as possible before Christmas for all I care. You know, uh, I'm ready to fight. You're a guy, even on Twitter, you've called a lot of people out. It's like, do you already have a name in mind that who you're going to call out with a win? Yeah, they don't reply back. You know, they don't reply back. They act like they don't see it or, or you know, that I'm not good enough or I, I don't know what they're thinking, but I'll tell you what they are. They're fucking boring. That's what they are. They're boring. You know, they don't want to talk. Look at the 135 pound division. I mean, it's it's electrifying, you know, because the guys are are, are calling the shots and, and they're out here talking and, and getting the fans involved. You know, these other guys uh, in the flyweight division, they're all they're all. Oh, oh, I'm professional. Blah, blah, blah. Dude, fuck that. This is the entertainment business. You know, uh, if if you want to fight uh, and you want to fight in the UFC and the biggest promotion there is then you got to be an entertainer too you know just go ahead well, that's even like the reason why the flyweights almost got cut out from the ufc was like demetrius johnson at the top but he never really talked trash and none of the other guys were really trash talking so the ufc almost cut the flyweights for that reason not even trash talk it's not even about trash talk it's about you know uh having having some kind of character you know uh you can you can have a entertaining fight without being a trash talker, you know. Just have confidence in yourself and and uh, you know say what you truly believe and what you truly think. And uh, these guys they don't do that, you know. They won't even respond back to me on Twitter. Like, hey man, uh, I'm not interested in this matchup. Something, you know. They don't fucking say shit. So, are you uh, still at ATT Atlanta doing your training camp for this one? I am, yeah. American Top Team, Team Lima. You know, I got a, a physical therapist I work with four times a week. He comes to the gym. Uh, I work with uh, Diego, Brantley Fur, you know, uh, Jucal, Will Brooks, uh, a lot of good guys. And then I got uh, my coach, Chad Schaefer. You know, he, he trained Forrest Griffin back in the day and, and uh, Brian uh, WEC. Damn, what was his name? The champion. Uh, but yeah, he's trained a lot of good guys, and you know I linked up with him, and uh, we got something special in the making. Uh, just a couple more things. Like I know last time we talked, you went down to Florida just to kind of check it out, just because that America Top Team still like is that something you're still planning to do throughout your career? Is go down there and get some looks in there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been I've been down there, you know, five or six times, and uh, you know just this camp and you know how it worked out and. I have everything I need here, man. Uh, you know, the hyperbaric chamber I've been going to three times a week. Uh, you know, personal trainers, my coach, pad work. I got everything I need here. Great training partners down here as well. The uh, smaller guys down here, you know, they've really got together in Atlanta and they've been coming to American top teams. So I got a, a lot of good guys coming through and uh, I don't really need to go anywhere right now, you know. I know after your last fight, that Jimmy Flick rematch was something you really wanted. Like, how disappointed were you that he decided to retire after that one? Man, he's a quitter, dude. He's a quitter. That's all there is to it, you know? You make 85, 100,000, you know, the last fight. He probably made over 100,000 with his sponsors, and then he just quits. But you know why he quit, though? Because he knew he couldn't hit two flying triangles in one lifetime. That's exactly why he quit. <laughs> What do you take away from that fight? Because, like, you obviously had the injury, and you were still fighting, like, very well on that one. 
yeah, I, man, I had a torn ACL going into that fight, dude. Like, it is what it is. I had a broke toe. I had pink eye, you know. I wasn't healthy at all. And I should have, uh, looking back, you know, I probably shouldn't have fought because I was in no state to fight. But I showed up. I always show up. Uh, just last thing, I know someone you work with a lot and one of your friends and Treshawn Gore got his first UFC fight book. Like, how excited are you to get that one against Brian Battle? Man, I was actually training with him today, and uh, yeah, man, he's stoked. You know, it's going to be a great fight, and uh, I know Treshawn, you know, he, he's a killer. So, see how it plays out. Was that disappointing for you as well, obviously for him, that he had to pull out of the finale? Because, like, he could still win this fight. Like, I think a lot of fans would kind of view him as that champion, but he doesn't have that kind of trophy in the title to go with it. Yeah, it was because, you know... Uh, you know, I knew I knew he wanted it, but I knew his knee was messed up, and we had been training a lot. I had been holding pads and and working with him a lot, and uh, he just his his leg locked up on him one day, and you know he had to get surgery. So yeah, it was it was it was disappointing, you know, because I knew I I knew he had a good chance of winning the show. All right, well, Cody, I appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for doing this. Hey, thank you. All right, we're joined by UFC flyweight Richie Long and his interpreter Leo. How's it going, guys? 非常高兴啊，今天能够跟二位七郎一起聊天，怎么样？最近？最近挺好的。啊、嗯、，Yeah, I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you. From what I understand, Richie's done this whole camp or most of it in Vegas. What was the reasoning for that? 呃，他说啊，据他了解，你这次为了备战训练，大部分时间都在拉斯维加斯。那么，为什么选择在这儿呢？嗯、呃，在这儿的话比较方便嘛，然后也是在这打比赛，然后在这儿也有很多这个备战的选手也很多，所以各方面都方便。So because my my fight will at Vegas, Las Vegas, so I just Come came here earlier to adjust myself to get the be best condition on my fight. And、uh, in Las Vegas, a lot of MMA gyms, very good training partners, and the UFCPI is also here, so it's very convenient for me. I、uh, I just quickly want to touch on his last fight too, like an incredible fight. What do you kind of learn or take away from that one? 啊、uh, ，所以他说啊，他也就是回顾一下你的上一场比赛，特别精彩的一场比赛。那么对你来说，上场比赛，嗯，最大的收获是什么？呃，收获是现在各方面技术吧，然后是体能分配，然后是我也是第一次打这个 UFC 这种世界上最大的一个赛事嘛，然后是对我有点那个有点小小的压力吧，然后有点小小的紧张。嗯，对。So yeah, I learned a lot, basically a little bit everything, technique and how to allocate my my gas tank during a a fight. And、uh, it was my first time fighting UFC, the biggest MMA promotion in the world. So yeah, of course, a little bit pressure, nervous. So yeah, that's the takeaway from. That fight.、Uh, returning in、uh, November was this the right time frame for you? So, 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 so,
好的时时机，让你重新回到赛场，重新比赛嘛对对，是的，是的，我也是提前四十天来这个，来 U.S. 呃，来这个美国倒时差，然后呃各方面那个适应，然后这样我现在特状态特别很好。Yeah, it's a good timing. So this time I came to the U.S. about forty days earlier than the from the fight. So yeah, just adjust myself like jet lag. I let myself to can be achieve the peak condition at the fight. So now I feel very good. I feel very good. Hey, your opponent Cody Durden. How much do you know about him? That so, for you, this time this opponent Cody Durden, you know how much you know about him? Hmm. I watched his UFC fights. I also watched his fights in the past. And I'm still in my plan. Yeah, I I I know him a little. I did a little research. Just watch his、uh, UFC fight and his fight、uh, before he got into UFC. So yeah, I know about him, and I I have a plan how to fight against him. How do you think you match up against him? Because on paper, he it looks like a wrestler versus striker kind of fight. Hmm. So, 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 so
Uh, are you a bit disappointed you're fighting at the apex and not in front of the crowd because your UFC debut is in that sold out arena? So this time you're fighting at Apex, so you'll feel a little bit disappointed because you don't have a crowd there, like your first fight, which is so hot and the atmosphere is so good. No, no, no. It's okay. Yeah, I feel for me, uh, it's not much difference. So yeah. I can handle that. Because I'm here to fight, not to fight. Yeah, I only focus on fighting. So yeah, I'm not to like appeal people or whatever. Yeah, I just focus on on my fight. Do you have a call out already, or is it just whoever the UFC gives you next is who do you take? Sir, sir, what was the question? Do you have a call out in mind, or someone you want to fight after this, or is it just whoever the UFC gives you? So, yeah, 就在这场比赛之后，你有没有一个想法，说下一场想打谁，还是无所谓 ，UFC 给给给给你谁安排谁都打。嗯，对我我之前也是一样，呃，不挑对手，给我安排谁，我我打谁，比如排名高的，还是排名低的，还是呃新秀，我都无所谓，我不挑对手。Yeah, whoever I'm, I am not a picky fighter, you know. So whoever UFC gives me, ranked fighter, non-ranked fighter, a rookie or a champ, whoever, just give me a name and I will fight, fight him. Will you do more camps out in Vegas now, or is it just kind of a one-off thing, and the rest will be back in China? So, you plan to spend more time 训练吗？还是这场比赛打完之后就回回国？呃，我应该是在拉斯维加斯，或者也去别的地方训练。呃，等等打完这场比赛，我再看情况。Yeah, the current plan is, uh, I will stay in Vegas for training after this fight, but, uh, it also depends on the result of this fight. So we'll see. We'll see. Are you bringing out your family and friends then, or your family out here then, or are you just gonna kind of go back and forth to see them? Ah, so he said, "Your family is coming along with you, or just you yourself coming? And then you will have to go back and see your family." Ah, no, I'm alone. Then I have a good friend coming to see me this time. And then my friend, Haley, and Wang Ge, finished. So, uh, yeah, only my myself came to the U.S. now. But yeah, we have I have a couple friends here, very close friend, like uh, another UFC fighter, uh, Alaton Haley, is staying with me now. Yeah, we are very close friend, and uh, uh, my management team member. Yeah, we are pretty close. They are here support me. So yes, uh, even I'm here alone, but I have friends surrounded me, help me. Uh, just two more things. You obviously got the bonus in your last fight. Is that something you're going for again? Because 50k is a nice little extra prize. So he said, "Last time, I got 5 million dollars. So this time, I will continue to get more because 5 million is not a small number." That's definitely true. I just want to get 5 million dollars. And then maybe in the future, I will continue to get this amount. Yeah, that's my goal. Fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's my goal for this fight, and uh, even my future fights. Yeah, my goal is just 
win the fight and get the bonus. Yeah, that's my plan. Uh, last thing, he gets his hand raised here. Like, how quickly do you want to turn this thing around? Because you like being active. Um, so, 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 yeah, I want to uh, fight again as soon as possible after this fight because, you know, I am a pro-athlete. Pro so even before, uh, when I, uh, after a fight, I come back to train on the next day. So, yeah, I want to fight. Uh, I, I want to be more active. All right, well, Arichi Lang, Leo, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much for doing this. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you.